0: This Drive for the Cure 250 betting picks edition of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SG. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win 100 times. That's right. Turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. Driver, start your... out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh in- improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things.
1: now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb
0: i believe that i will take that off and it is a fine day to talk racing things here on the nascar gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network he's cody zeeb I'm Rod Gomez, still trying to get used to, if you're watching on YouTube, the overlays for the ad reads. But if you're listening to this, you're not worried about that at all. You're just you're wondering what the heck you're missing, which is a good excuse for you to go check out the YouTube channel. But Cody, buddy, it is a great day to, to talk about racing. I know we took yesterday off. I apologize for that. We sort of pushed the schedule ahead uh, a day just because, I mean, it, it's, it's a little flexible this week with no trucks in the mix. But uh, thanks for your patience. We are back.
1: We're back. It's always a good day to talk racing. I'm excited. Xfinity Series back after a week off. Uh, no no Xfinity last week, so glad we have them back this week. We got some Xfinity Series news today, so even better that we decided to wait. So there we go. It worked out perfectly. Sure did. Um, and, hey, we'll still be here for all our shows this week. You're just going to get one on Saturday instead of uh, one on whatever day yesterday was, Wednesday. So there you go. <laughs> and,
0: I, and I know you guys. You guys are probably like, I'm better off listening to one on Saturday than I am on Wednesday. So uh, I think it'll work out in your favor. And you know what, Cody? I think you're right. I think the universe took care of us, too, especially knowing that we were going to be pushing our episode uh, a day forward to give us some exciting news. It looks like I'm going to, I mean, already... Well, I'll let you. I'll let you give the news, and then I'll I'll give my take afterwards. I'm I'm sort of putting it before putting the cart before the horse, but uh, yeah, definitely some exciting news from the Xfinity series.
1: Yeah, Haley Deegan going full time in the Xfinity series. Not too surprising of a move. We were kind of cons- you know wondering where that might go. AM Racing announced last week that they would, or two weeks ago, whatever it was, they were going to field a second car next year. That's when everybody kind of assumed that's probably where she was going. So she will be full time in the 15 car for AM Racing. Um, that's the team that Brad Moll drives for currently. Is Moffat going to be back? He said last week he's looking for a ride. It seems like they might be looking for some funding. So, interesting to see maybe who her teammate will be. But she's going to be full time in the Xfinity Series. Uh, you know, it's there's a lot of lot of love one way, a lot of hate the other way. People, she's one of those very divisive drivers. I get it, but she's done a very good job in where she's been at so the Truck Series. We've talked about it. It's tough, right? And and yeah, she's not been the Carson Hosovar or Zane Smith or a, a Corey Heim where she's up front every week and all that. But she's done a good job um, and gotten good results, gotten beat around a little bit. The truck series can be that way. I think this will be a good test. She's obviously got the funding behind her. We know how much that means for for these teams and, and for everything. And so that helps her move up here. I think it'll be a good opportunity. Be good to see what, uh, what she can do in the Xfinity series next.
0: And as most people know, 15 is my number. Like, um, birthdays are all on 15 in the family. Anniversaries are 15. So 15 is a pretty big number in in the, the family. When I create cars in my NASCAR, it's always the 15 car. So yes. I I've already have a lot of love for the 15 car. Now I have a favorite Xfinity driver. It will be Haley Deegan. If for no other reason than the 15 car is her car, and again, Cody, like you alluded to, it's it's so difficult sometimes to be a standout in the truck series, and amidst all the chaos, anyways, you know, and it's it's already a chaotic series. Yeah, you're going to get the guys that stand out uh, above the rest, but you know, when you're when you're not put in the most exclusive rides, when you are having to grind your way up through the sort of mid tier. It's hard to to differentiate yourself, so maybe this will give her a little bit of a leg up to be able to show how well she can drive, and maybe it doesn't. I mean, maybe she proves that she can't necessarily drive. Who knows at this point? So we'll find out next season for sure, but I, for one, am willing and, and able to uh, to give it a go. I, I, I want to see her succeed.
1: Yeah, and we'll see how the AM cars do, right? I mean, Moffitt's had a pretty decent season this year, but not like he was a playoff driver or anything like that either, so... Again, it's not the most elite equipment. Is there some help from Stuart Haas? Uh, some type of partnership there? Maybe. Kind of surprised she wasn't going to Stuart Haas' car, but I would imagine Cole Custer will end up being back. This makes you believe Riley Herbst is probably coming back with his his monster sponsor and, and all of that. So uh, uh, Still some news, obviously, to come out, but it'll be good for her. Again, we we both have daughters. They loved, you know, my daughter always loves it. There's, there, there's the girl in the number one truck and now it'll be the girl in the 15 car. She likes to likes to follow that and and pay attention so uh I like it
0: and the more we've gotten to know her too through SRX through all of this other stuff that she's been doing outside of the truck series I feel like um you know I feel like we're getting to know her as a driver and and as a person too so that always helps when you have a little bit of extra press on you outside of it
1: yep absolutely
0: so uh, all right any other news I think that was the pretty the biggest news out there right now.
1: Yeah, I mean that's really the biggest news. There's the all the schedule stuff, which I think we'll probably maybe try and get to on one of the the next two days shows where we kind of break that down a little, because that's uh, there's a lot of changes to the schedule. Um, so I think that that we can come back to that just to set this up. Uh, this is a playoff cutoff race, just like over in the Cup Series. Same scenario here. Going to be this the stage cautions. So do you flip the stages? Do you race for points? All of that. Um, John Hernimachek, Justin Allgaier have both won. They are both locked into the next round. Custer is 63 points to the good, which I believe makes him locked in. I guess I should probably find that info, but I think that means he's locked in. Austin Hill, plus 44 to the good. Chandler Smith, plus 32 to the good. Those guys all looking very good. Sammy Smith is plus 8 to the good. Creed, plus 9 to the good. Number 10, formerly known as number 11, is 1 to the good. Parker Kligerman, 1 to the bad wonder who i'll be rooting for in that matchup uh, jeb burton 19 below josh barry 27 below and two time road course winner this season sam mayer 34 below the cutoff line so two jrm cars looking like they're in almost must win situations they're going to need a lot of help to move on be interesting to to see how that shakes out as we go into this uh this race at the roval
0: and one notable name missing from the entire entry list is the guy that's won all four of these races in the Xfinity Series, AJ Allmendinger. So yeah, somebody finally, Cody, finally
1: get a new winner. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was gonna say somebody, Cody, is gonna win this race for the first time as an right. Xfinity driver. Isn't that crazy? You know, I looked through and I was like, I cannot yeah, believe he's, he's absolutely all. owned this race. Yeah.
1: And so I guess uh, from uh, from a standpoint of we get to see somebody different. That's that'll be nice right
0: yeah I, it's, it's just crazy to think that yeah this that he has won all four of them now he won't be in there anymore yeah, so it's
1: not too crazy he's pretty much dominated the xfinity <laughs> series and that's true on the road courses but you know. that's true <laughs>
0: um all right well then we will set up this race for you I, I think now is as perfect time as any to start laying out some of our bets and talk about this race but first let me tell you about game time you want to buy tickets Believe me, it's a hassle. It doesn't matter what it's for. It could be for your favorite sporting event. could be to see your favorite band. could be to see your favorite comedian. I don't care what it's for. It's always stressful to buy tickets for that event because nine times out of ten, especially if you're me, you don't know if you're going to be able to make it to that event until a couple of days before, sometimes the day before, and in some rare cases, even the day of. And so now you're scrambling, trying to find cheap enough tickets to buy that's not going to send you into the poorhouse Well, all that stress is gone. Game time is taking that all away from you. Now, not only will you be able to find last-minute tickets, but you're going to be given special offers on those last-minute tickets. You're going to be given flash deals on those last-minute tickets. Those tickets, you're not going to have to wait for them to come in the mail or even come in your email. Nope. It's made for mobile, so you'll get those tickets right on your phone. No fishing through spam folders. No trying to make sure you're going to be home to get those tickets in time. None of that. None of that is a factor anymore with game time. And now if you use our promo code SGPN, we are going to hook you up with a special offer as well. I'll tell you about that in a second, but make sure you're buying tickets through game time because not only do you get all that, but you get the game time guarantee, which means you're going to get all the lowest prices on the tickets. And they're going to send you a picture of your seat from where you are sitting. And if you find lower prices somewhere else, better prices for it, Game time is going to make up the difference, 110% of it. You're going to get the value and then some on top of it. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code SGPN. We're going to hook you up with $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code SGPN for $20 off of your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. You can enter any parlay idea into the Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as expected probability for the entire parlay. Go sort through all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Well, Cody, again, it is the hybrid that is this Roval. It is not a road course. It is not an oval it is some uh bastard in between that goes for 67 laps in this race around this 2.280 mile i'm not even calling it a road course i'm calling it a roval course 152 miles in this race yeah we're going to see it all in this one and and you know we talked about the chaos of of the of the cup race last year i think we're in for a lot of chaos in this as well because these guys it's not as many laps and there's a lot on the line
1: yeah, I one one piece of news that I feel like we should cover real just real quickly here. Uh, we talked about in the Cup Series betting episode. This could be the final time at the Roval. Likely would be the final time, not the final time. Rod, they're coming back. Ugh. The Roval remains on the schedule, much to many people's surprise. Uh, Agree. One of one of two. Yeah, that too. One of two road courses in the playoffs next year. Uh, again, we'll, we'll we'll have some schedule talk on one of these uh, shows, the DFS or the Underdog show. Next couple of days, but I didn't want to point that out because we're coming back. So um, but yes, back to your point. Stage cautions are back, right? Which we've seen a mixed bag on that in Xfinity this year because they're not always with the Cup Series, Portland, Road America, stuff like that, where they did have uh the stage cautions anyways. But same thing here. And so it's gonna be the same thing. You're gonna have guys that really need the points. Are they gonna be racing for the points? You're gonna have the guys trying to flip the stages, which is gonna be most of the field trying to flip the stage. Um, and trying to to win the race so gonna get a mixture of that We talked about it in the in the cup picks right this race can be chaotic it can be a true wild card i, I kind of expect that in xfinity maybe even more so than in the Cup cups right we've seen how many of these road courses this season have we seen come down to the end have we seen the utter chaos was it was it the road america race? which one was it where the lead changed 49 times in the last two laps after all guyer Absolutely dominated the entire race, was gonna cash in all our tickets for us. And then Moyle Sack spilled oil everywhere and half the field crashed. And like it could come to that. So again, coming off of super speedway betting last week, it's gonna almost not not quite, but be a similar approach as far as I'm not going as crazy as I would on a normal oval race for this one. Just because this is a true wild card race. It's a cutoff race, it's got all everything going into it that just screams chaos and then that's what nascar wants with the restart zones the cardboard on the track everything it's uh it can be chaotic
0: that's your first drink everybody uh (laughs) listen god did not intend. i probably
1: won't mention cardboard as many not not this time around. but you you got everybody uh, (laughs) drunk last episode over
0: that one so i think you're good to go
1: hopefully uh hopefully yeah that was quite the drinking game uh
0: no god did not intend for ovals to become road courses so i'm i'm already pissed off about the fact we're coming back but listen nine cautions last year for 15 laps this race did go into overtime it was scheduled for 67 it went 72 so Again, it's just we have to expect that this race is going to be a lot like that, especially with this being a cutoff race because, I mean, these guys, you see how much they drive on a normal regular season race. This is going to be crazy at the end of this one.
1: Yeah, don't start counting your bets until that checkered flag has fallen because it's going to be crazy up until the end, uh, most likely. So with that being said, we have found some good bets we like. Build, build for chaos in certain ways. You can build for how things should go in others. Are you ready to start hitting the bets, Rod? I'm ready if they are. Let's go. All right. Stop me if you've heard this one before. Austin Hill, top five. Plus Stop. Plus money. <laughs> it's plus 150. Again, it's the last two races. I know he hasn't got in the top five. We've given out the top five bets. I don't care because most of the time he gets in the top five, Rod. um, <laughs> 15 top five finishes this season. And you're getting him at plus 150 to finish in the top five. And by the way, no Cup Series drivers in this race, right? They're not allowed to race in this. A.J. Allmendinger isn't here. Ty Gibbs isn't here. Kyle Larson's not here. William Byron's not. You don't have the Cup Series guys in this. So 15 top five finishes this season. You go back and you look at his road course finishes. Um, Coded had opened the season, had a mechanical issue, not his fault. That'll happen. Uh, Watkins Glen, he was only 14th. But the Indy road course, he finished 4th road america he finished third if you want to throw chicago in there which i don't really want to but he did finish fifth there so it counts anyways he was eighth at sonoma but remember there was what five cup guys that finished first through fifth in that race i think um so third after the cup guys right uh he was fifth place at portland he did finish 24th here last year so didn't get the finish here last year again the craziness at the end but also something that could help him he's very good at avoiding the chaos for the most part putting himself in position to be there at the end That's what you expect from Austin Hill. That's
0: what you hope for from Austin Hill. Give me Austin Hill to finish in the top five, plus 150. If they're going to keep giving it to you at plus money, then, I mean, you know, you have to keep hammering it at plus money. There's just no other way around it. So uh, I do agree with you on this one as well. Um, Well, I tell you what, do you want to to prep for some chaos? Because I'll tell you what, we're prepping for some chaos in this one as well. And maybe not so much, I guess, the chaos that we would think because I don't think this is necessarily all that bad of a bet. It's just a long shot, and it's a long shot for a reason, Uh, and that is Alex LeBay. Uh, We know we talk about him being that road course kind of a guy. Uh, He's at a top five. Follow me on this one. I'm pausing for effect here, so guys, hang with it. A top five (laughs) at 12-1 to over on bet three sixty five. It's a rough sell, I get it, because we don't even bring up this guy's name hardly ever. And and even, you know, most of the time when it's on a road course, we still kind of go, meh, okay. But uh, so you look at what he's done, though, on this Roval in his five attempts at, uh, at this Roval. Now I will preface this by saying he is driving the 91 car, and I'll circle back to that in a second, which is another reason why you kind of go, ugh, on this one. But <laughs> on this track, on this Roval, He's got five starts, like I said. Three of those have been top tens. He does have one top five, but his top five was a fourth place. But two of his top tens were sixth place finishes in this uh, particular track. So he's got the pedigree to be able to get it done in, uh, well, he was in the 38 car at that point when he was driving. He was in the, oh, I'm sorry, the 36 car and then the 90 car. Uh, I Clicked off of that link when I thought I knew the number. But yeah, he was in the 36 car for three of those and then ninety in the other. Now we know LeBay just sort of jumps around and does whatever he wants uh, in this in this series because he's driven the 28, the 92, the 91, the 29, the 35, the 08, and the 35 again. So uh, he's been all over the place. But in road courses this season, he's got an 11th place at the Indy GP. Now I'm telling you that because 11th place after a 26th place start in Indy, which was another hybrid type track. He wasn't in the top five, but he was not necessarily running poorly in that one as well. So given the fact that he was in, uh, you know, s- sort of lesser equipment even in this, uh, you know, I-, I still think he can get some sort of it done. In the 91 car this season, though, he does have an 11th-place finish in Portland. I know. I get it. It's not <laughs> it's not necessarily what you were hoping for. Um, but, again, for LeBay for a 12-1, to I-, I feel like him being 6th-place a couple of times and 4th-place already you know he he is able to get it done and with what I feel like is probably going to happen like you can't really count anybody out at this point um given what we've seen you know guys like that can can uh Mossack can run around the front you know and spoil oil all over the place but yeah I, I think for LeBay I think this could be a good week for him um and a 12 to 1 for a top five I'm willing to take that chance Yeah, you need to have some of these bets
1: to prepare for chaos because it could happen. is a very good road course racer, right? That's why they bring him in for these types of races. I don't know if you remember at Watkins Glen when Ross Chastain was nowhere near the top five and finished fourth after the complete and utter chaos at the end of the race in this car. It's it's possible for it to happen. He's been good here before. So uh, I think at that number, um, it is a good bet to make, Rob.
0: Yes, sir. And you know, for me, like I said, and that was a, a, another uh, point I was going to make too about the ninety-one car. I just totally spaced out on that one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Ross Chastain did finish fourth in a road in a road course race in this car, so it's not as if the car is terrible on road courses. It was just Ross Chastain. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, uh, you know, again, it wasn't a fourth place car all day, but no chaos ensued. Which <laughs> how many times has that happened in the Xfinity series on road courses this year? Plus now it's a cutoff race and the playoffs, so the track that provides a lot of chaos, anyways, like it all lines up. It's it, this is a, one of your good longer shot bets to have in case it gets to that type of scenario.
0: And you know, if I'm giving a long shot, then I'm pretty much believing. That's in when it you
1: too. really got to pay attention because <laughs> I do it all the time. But
0: yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> Rod, not so much. I don't necessarily take that many risks. But uh, all right, we will set up more bets for you. Let's tell you about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite football team. And as we know now, drive alongside your favorite drivers all season long. Exciting news, though. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. You go five for five and pick them Scorchers, you're going to enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. Whew, so hot. I'm over here getting hot. From now until October 4th, Underdog is matching 100% of your first deposit up to $500. Go ahead, lay down a big deposit. They're going to match that up to $500 plus. $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players are going to wake up $10,000 richer as they're giving away $10,000 each. We're going to give you plenty of underdog plays in our special underdog episode, so come back for that. We'll tell you all the drivers you need to be on in that contest. Maybe we'll throw out a couple of football plays so you can cross-play them if you would like to. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or a website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up for the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double that first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Right, so we are moving on to the next bet of our card for the Drive for the Cure 250 presented by BCBS over there on the Roval. I didn't get that in earlier, so I had to get that in now.
1: Yes, I'm glad you got that in. Another long, at least it's, it's for good cause. So yes, we, we won't give them too much crap. No. But All right, Rod, next up for me, I'm going to go over to the top Toyota market. There is only six Toyotas in this race, so we're going to take two of them at a little bit of longer odds. We're going to play both of them and try and hit this. Again, only six of them. So if you've got two of them, you've only got to beat four other Toyotas. Pretty simple math. This provides for if they just happen to beat these other guys, this provides for if there's chaos and these other guys get spun out late, how many times do you see a guy running up, Justin Allgaier running up front the entire race, gets spun out in overtime and he ends up finishing in 37th, even though he was first for the full course of the actual scheduled laps and loses all your bets for you been there right so it happens so uh so for top toyotas i am going to go over to kazgralla at plus 800 and Connor moilsack i'm going to give him a chance to uh redeem himself and return to just being Connor Mosack uh at 10 to 1 so in the toyota group you've got john Hernimachek obviously one of the favorites but his road course racing is kind of up and down, right? It's not necessarily always the best. I love me some John Arneemechek. One of my, probably my favorite guy to bet on this season. Maybe Corey, I am, but John Arneemechek's made us a lot of money, right? Sammy Smith. I'm actually going to make a case for Sammy Smith here in a little bit, but only 18 points to the good. He could be points racing, which could put him behind the eight ball as far as a finish in this one. Or if he does what I'm going to tell you, he might do later, then you probably won't care if this one doesn't cash anyways. So again, kind of hedging out a little bit on that one, right? You got Myatt Snyder here. He's going to be in the 19 car for Gibbs. Um, so he's he's in their their other car. But then it's Grala and Mo, um next. And then it's Alex uh, Gunette. Gunette. I, I, don't, I don't even know who that is. Uh, so sorry to him. But uh, <laughs> hopefully you can beat somebody I've never heard of. So <laughs> for Grala, um, it's been up and down. But he's had some pretty decent results. Uh, Watkins Glen, he finished 28th. Again, it was Chaotic Race. But ninth place at Indy seventh place at Road America. You're telling me that ninth or seventh couldn't be good enough to be the top Toyota when there's only six in the field, and you've only got to beat four of them because you got the other guy as well. Um, so I think those are pretty, pretty decent stats. Uh, he was 20th at Sonoma, 26th at Portland, 18th at Kota. Uh, there's situations where 18th could still be the top Toyota, depending on how this race falls as well, right? So, um, and he was fifth place last year at Watkins Glen, so he's got some good finishes. Uh, for Mosak, fifth place at Watkins Glen a wild crazy race at the end. Guess where he was? Right, he ended up finishing there in the end, um 8th place at Portland. Uh also in that uh let's see cuz uh Mosack is in the 24 car um which is the car if you remember at was it the Road America or Mid-Ohio one of these. I can't I don't remember which one it was. But Um, Sage Carum almost won one of those road course races that was chaotic at the end of it. I think it was Road America. It was Road America. We know that, yeah, we know that that 24 car, um, is capable of that, right? So, uh, and I believe these are the two guys in the Sam Hunt cars, which they're not, we've talked about it before, right? They're not always the best cars, but they're not the worst cars either. These are the two Sam Hunt cars. Uh, what, who is that? Alex. Oh, he's in the, yeah, he's in the Emerling 35 car. So, Again, unless he just kind of happens to avoid the chaos and ends up with a decent finish, he's, he's he doesn't concern me as much. It, it's going to be John Hunter, Sammy Smith, and, and maybe even Mike Snyder and the other Gibbs car. But um, uh, there's enough things that can go wrong for these guys. At eight to one, at ten to one, you're basically getting two long shots in just a large group. We've, we've played the top Toyota thing before. This is the way to play it, especially if you're going to count for chaos, and you don't even necessarily have to have the chaos to cash it. So,
0: Gralla eight to one, Mosack ten to one, top Toyota. Mossack was the top Toyota in Watkins Glen in fifth place, so it's happened. And at ten to one, lot like my LeBay twelve to one. That's definitely one of those ones where you know you just you just prep for it, and you think, okay, well, this is probably not going to happen. And then all of a sudden at the end of the race, you're looking at it, going, ah, oh, how did Mossack finish fifth, and how did he finish ahead of John Hunter? Well, doesn't matter. You're a little bit yep. richer now in your account, so. Um, All right, well, I'm going to pay a little juice on this one, and this one is a Cole Custer top five bet. I'm loading up the top five, I I guess. Uh, I've got three out of the top five already in my bets. But Cole Cole Custer is a top five. He's minus 120. The best price for that is at 365 right now. On this track in particular, he has a seventh-place finish and an eighth-place finish. He did lead five laps in 2019. Uh, So 2019, 2018, only two times that he's been an Xfinity driver on this track. He did start sixth place in 2018 and fourth in 2019. But here's the thing. So in 2019, he raced against AJ Allmendinger, Tyler Reddick, Austin Sindrick, uh, Noah Gragson, uh, and then those guys were all in there. So you take those three out, that's a top five car right then and there. right? So I'm like, I'm not necessarily counting that one out at all. And then for uh, the 2018 race, he uh, he was racing against uh, other, well, AJ Allmendinger, or not AJ Allmendinger, but Chase Briscoe was in this one, uh, Justin Mark, Austin Sindrick, Ryan Priest, Christopher Bell, Matt Tift, like all those guys finished in front of him on the Charlotte Road course as well. So not necessarily uh, scared of that because you take all those guys out, he's actually the winner <laughs> of this race. So can't argue on that one uh, as far as road courses go. Well, we sort of know the checker pass of Cole because we expected him to come in and win 600 races that didn't happen. Had a rough go of it at Austin. He started 10th finished 32nd. Uh, so not a good run for him there, but he won Portland. Right, finished 6th at Sonoma, and of course we know in Sonoma that was the race dominated by Eric Almarola and A.J. Allmendinger and Kyle Larson and Ty Gibbs. You take those guys out, it was Parker Kligerman and Cole Custer were the first two Xfinity regulars in that race uh, to finish. So again, uh, one at Chicago. Mm, I don't know what we're putting any weight in Chicago. Uh, unfortunately crashed out of the Elkhart Lake one at uh, Road America, started 2nd Right, finished thirtieth. But for Cole Custer in Elkhart Lake, uh, he was he was jamming on it. He had speed, right, and he didn't manage to pull through. Um, Indy GP started sixth, finished sixth. But in that race was Ty Gibbs and AJ Allmendinger. So you take those two guys out. That's a fourth place finish for him as well. Um, again, just right there, knocking on the door. Watkins Glen, he finished seventh. But in Watkins Glen, you had Ross Chastain in there, um, and so you know take that out. It was at least a sixth place finish. Maybe Sheldon Creed doesn't finish up there. Maybe Clickerman has a bad day and puts him in the top five. Uh, So, anyways, Cole Custer, minus 120 for a top five. He's good at road courses. He just has to have the consistency to do it, and uh, I I think this is a track where he can get it done. He's done it before, uh, so I definitely think he can do it again. He's on the heels of two top ten finishes, a fourth place and a sixth place. So, um, I know they're not road courses, but still, that's good momentum.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, talk about right place, right time. He's got two road course slash street circuit wins this season, and not because he was necessarily the best car, but just because he survived the chaos at the end, put himself in the position. That's what you're looking for if you want somebody to finish in the top five. Um, so, yeah, hard, hard to bet against him. I do like it. Next up for me, I'm going to take a little bit of a longer shot here at a top five. I'm going to go with my guy, Brandon Jones. Top five finish at plus 600. This one is definitely going a little bit out on a limb, but the roval style of track he's actually pretty good at. He finished 7th place here last year. He finished 5th place here in 2021 at the Daytona road course in 2021, again kind of a similar, you know, roval type of shape. Uh he finished 4th place there. So, he's been pretty good at the roval type of races here lately. Um he did finish 11th at Watkins Glen, 10th at Road America, 11th at Coda Not top fives, no, but up in the top 10-ish area, not too far out of a top five. You had cup guys in some of those races. You take those guys out, slide you up a couple spots, record two at the end of these, get some chaos. Brandon Jones can put himself in position. He did finish fifth at Road America last year as well. So fifth place is definitely possible. He's been a little better on the Roval type of tracks between Charlotte, between the Daytona road course as well. Um, So Brandon Jones, top five, six to one. Who does he drive for, Cody? JRM. Oh, yeah, then I'm a fan. Uh, I was I was on a JRM bet before Rod was. I just want to point that out.
0: <laughs> I, You know what? Listen, I, I will tell you right now, I literally stopped myself, like, dead on. <laughs> it, right off the jump, I said, I will not load this card with JRM. The, the listeners are tired of hearing me talk about JRM, so I was like, I'm going to not load them, but I can't stay away. Because this next one is a JRM driver, and I have to bet this, because this is this is one that I think uh, I have a lot of faith in, and that's Sam Mayer. Uh, his top three number is at plus one twenty over on Bet three sixty five as well. A lot of good value on Bet three sixty five uh, today for for these uh, positional bets. But I mean, look, Sam Mayer on road courses. You know, he won at Road America. Uh, he finished second at G, at uh, Indy. He finished first at Watkins Glen. I mean, those are already just three of the more recent uh, road course races that he ran. Obviously, in Austin, a top seven finish there for him as well. But we talked about who was in those fields alongside. Now you take out all those third place at Portland, 10th uh, place at Sonoma, a top 10 finish with, like, half of the field being um, <laughs> being full of, of cup guys. So I mean, in his in his brief career, Sam Mayer has done very well for himself at road course races. On this roval in particular, he drove the one uh, last season. He started sixth, finished eleventh. The year before that, he finished uh, tenth, driving the eight car uh, after starting fifteenth. So, first two races haven't necessarily been top three, um, not top three performances. But as we've seen him mature this season. You know, got to remember, he's still a young kid. Like, this, this guy is still not, I don't even think he's old enough to drink yet, right? I think he's still somewhere in the vicinity of being, like, I don't know, 20-something years old. So, um, yeah, I, again, to me, you've watched him mature, you've watched him grow, and uh, I, I think we're going to see that more out of him. And and for a top three performance when he's done it already in the last three road courses that he's been in, uh, yeah, sign me up for that, especially at Plus Money.
1: Not old enough to drink until next June, Rod. He is only 20 years old. So, oh, my God, a uh, baby. Yeah, he's he's a and still, but he's had very good results. The one thing that scares me is if they points race, but he's almost so far back that it might be better to just race for the win. I don't know, so it'll be interesting, but he's definitely going to have an opportunity to get up there. We've seen what he's been able to do on road courses this season, so I do like Sam Mayer. I was very close to a Sam Mayer bet, myself out of it last second but i'm glad that you went that way rod knew i
0: was going to go that way that's what i knew i knew
1: you were so i figured (laughs) i was like i could leave this off and Rod will give me covered don't worry (laughs) about it um we talked about boris said being in this race we talked about finding a way to work him into this card so we had to do it rod uh he is going to be in the 17 car for hendrix so it is a good car 61 year old boris said the original road course ringer the guy from back in the day that uh, that was the ringer came in and, and did all the races, all of that stuff. It's a great story. It's awesome, but Rod, uh, I can't bet on him. I gotta bet against. For one, his numbers are horrible. Like it's like plus two fifty for a top five. No, thank you. I know it's a good car, but he's an older guy. It's it's not. It's a young man's sport for the most part. So, uh, so I'm gonna take Myers over Boris said at minus one fifteen. Uh, Snyder is in that 19 JGR car. Um, and so I think that he's going to have a pretty solid day. If you look back at Boris said, uh, 2021, he attempted to make the race at road. America did not make the race. Uh, he finished 31st at Coda. Those were his last two Xfinity series attempt and start prior to that has not been in the Xfinity series since 2015. Um, so it's been a long time. I don't remember this, but he raced the cup race at Coda last year. Um, Did he really? That's what the statistics I saw said. So I don't remember that. I don't remember that, but apparently he did. So if he did great, it says he finished 26. I'm going to go with that. But prior to that had not been in the cup series since 2017. So the point being, uh, yes, he was the road course ringer. It was great. He's in a good car. I get it, but he's been out of this for a while. It's, rough these days right it was more technical back then and and racing the road now you're racing these other guys you see it when these other guys come in and the jordan taylors of the world and all these other guys and it's just they get pushed around a lot right Uh, i know svg is the one outlier to that i get it's different street course is different than a road course still but we saw that the road course didn't work out as well for him so uh (laughs) but uh, it's just i hate to go against boris said but i think you got to here and, and you're getting another great car it's a jgr car that's going up against him and my snyder um and, and snyder fifth place at portland in his only road course start this season so he had a good result there finished 13th here last year for being honest i think 13th is probably going to beat boris said in this race most likely um last year he also finished second at portland sixth at dakota so It's been hit and miss when he's made starts. He was a full-time Xfinity guy just a couple of years ago in that two car before Sheldon Creed took over the following year, made the playoffs in that car. Um, But in his spot starts on road courses since then, it's been good, solid results, a fifth, a sixth, a second, 13th in this race last year. I just don't think we're going to get that from Boris said. So, excuse me, Myatt Snyder over Boris said minus 115.
0: I feel like he jumped into that army car, the O one car at one point, and I, I'm trying to find it and I don't maybe maybe I'm just uh maybe I'm just imagining it, but I feel like he drove the O one car at one point. I was excited to see him drive the the, the army car. Well I feel
1: like uh He's driven the thirty six a lot, yeah. Yeah, Nimachek or um or well, Nemechek did drive the o, the o one for a while. Well, I know. So one of those guys missed some time with some injury, didn't they? I couldn't remember if it was Nemechek or if it was Nadeau, but I think one of them did. So he might have filled in at that point. Yeah. Also, I did find he, he was in that race at Coda last year in the the Timmy Hill, the, uh, the MBM entry, the 66 car. Oh, my God. I so, don't uh, that. So some news that came out today. Ooh. We'll talk about this later, but Ryan Newman's going to be racing for them in Xfinity Series at Homestead. Ooh. So that's going to be fun. A couple That'll weeks here, but... Well, we'll get to that at a later time.
0: Yes, yes, we will. Uh, all right, I will set up my next bet, and that will be Chandler Smith over Riley Herps. I know this tugs at our heartstrings because we all love us some Riley Herbst. Um, But Chandler Smith over Riley Herps over on Caesars is at minus 115. All I'm going to do, and I may just leave it at this is read you the last three finishes for riley herbst on this roval and then we could probably move on to the next bet i'm just kidding we won't um so a 12th place finish in 2020 outstanding led seven laps in that that's fine that that that's a doable that's first time on your roval we'll take it right but the next two suspension issues finished 34th after starting ninth crashed out of the 2022 race after starting 11th finished 32nd this roval has not been kind to one Riley Herbst. A solid 10th place finish in Austin, that's cool, right? But a 32nd place finish at Portland after engine problems. 15th at Sonoma, okay, but not what you would expect out of a Riley Herbst machine, right? 24th at Chicago, I know it's a street course, I know we haven't put a whole lot of weight on it since then, great. 5th at Road America, cool, but... That was a bunch of craziness that went on. I don't think Riley Herbst was necessarily a fifth-place car. Um, He was fourth. He did start fourth, but I think he was battling in the middle of it, too, with all the pit strategy and all that going on, so not good there. 12th at IndyGP, 35th at Watkins Glen. It has been a very, very tough road course schedule for Riley Herbst to try to turn in some decent performances. Chandler Smith has never been on this track as an Xfinity driver before, so he'll be meeting it for the first time. But 12th place at Austin, uh, not bad for one of your first road course starts, right? Ninth place at Portland, 14th at Sonoma, 8th at Chicago, turned around and had a bad day at, at uh, Road America, crashed out of that one. But remember, the 16 car was still in the mix as well in the middle. Not necessarily probably to win this race, but it had its fits and spurts. Um, suspension issues at Indy uh, at GP, took them out of that one. Uh, But an eighth place to follow up at Watkins Glen. I'm just really, really going on track history here for Riley Herbst because something about this track, it doesn't matter how good he does anywhere else, Riley Herbst cannot run this Roval to save his life. Therefore, I think Chandler Smith will have a better go of it in his first time out. Again, he's proven that he can hang with these guys on road course-style races. And, uh, you know, the 16 car is not necessarily all that bad and uh, I'll make a a more uh, concerted effort to to bid you on a better finish later. But yeah, I think Chandler Smith at least will finish better than Riley Herps in this race at minus one fifteen.
1: Putting a lot of faith in college cars uh, and Xfinity series here lately. That's uh, that's my Scary. only argument against it. Otherwise, well, I think you got a, yeah, a pretty good case.
0: I was gonna say I'll, I'll I'll make it later, but I was there was another way I was gonna go with that, and I was like, wait, save it for later.
1: No. I like it. Okay. Next up for me, I am going to fade Chandler Smith's teammate for the weekend. Not the one you thought either. Different one. The guy who's actually driving the number 11 car this week. It's Jordan Taylor. Um, I'm going to take Austin Hill over Jordan Taylor. It's minus 125 over on DraftKings. Uh, It's minus 130, minus 140, some other places. DraftKings got the best price on that. Uh, But Austin Hill, I talked about him earlier, right? And you can just rely on him every week to get you good solid finishes. Um, he's going to be up front at the end of this thing. Again, uh, if he can avoid the chaos, he's going to be there. For Jordan Taylor, well, we've seen a couple of starts from him now, right? He drove this car, which was the 10 car at the time, earlier this season at uh, Portland, 24th place finish. Uh, he drove the number nine car uh, in uh, that was at Coda when he was filling in for Chase Elliott, right? Big thing. Uh, he finished 24th there. Now, you could maybe wait. And see if this number changes after qualifying because in those two races the portland race and the xfinity series taylor started six when what do you do in, in qualifying rod you race the track right course jordan taylor's good he's great he's great road course racer road course ringer he's good at it so he started six there in the cup series in the nine car he started in fourth place right both races though finished back in the 20th because they get to the beating and banging these guys he's an mc guy they're just not used to this style of racing They're not used to getting pushed around like this. It's hard for them to hold their own. They're just not used to it. And it's going to happen to him again, especially at the Roval. Uh, So he's going to qualify well. Everybody's going to get all over him. Like, oh, Jordan Taylor. uh," And then he's going to get spun out at some point in this race. He's going to end up 25th or worse, probably. Austin Hill's going to be in the top five at the end of the day. So you're going to cash your Austin Hill top five ticket. You're going to cash Austin Hill over Jordan Taylor. I, I... Sort of get, I guess, why these guys are matched up. But at the same time, I really don't. This seems like a crazy mismatch to me. I get that Jordan Taylor's the ringer. I get all of that. But give me Austin Hill all day, all night, minus 125 over Jordan Taylor.
0: It's set up exactly... For the reason that you just laid out. I mean, a lot of these guys that are, are novices are going to look at the Taylor bet uh, side of it and go, oh, the well, this guy, they bring him in and he's a road course And they're offering him a
1: plus money. So yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, we're getting him over Austin Hill. He's not a road course guy, right? No. No, no,
0: no, no. It's, yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, just, uh, yeah. Calm, calm, Cool your jets there, guys. Um, all right. My next bet features two manufacturers head-to-head, and that is Toyota and Ford. I'm going to take the Toyota side of this. This is at -115 over on Caesars. And really, if you're looking back to especially last year in this race, so it was what? 5 6 Chevys. No, 5 Chevys that that topped it. And then uh 2 4 Oh, that's was, that was 2020. Um in 2022, uh it was Oh, for the love of God, Rod. Where are you at? There it is. Uh 2022. Sorry guys. Long night last night, so clicking tabs is not my, my forte. Uh, it was AJ Allmendinger in a Chevy that won this race, and Toyota fell in second place to uh, Ty Gibbs. Then it was Chevy, Toyota, Chevy, Chevy, Chevy. You got to go all the way back to ninth place for the top Ford in this one. That's Ryan Sieg. There was three Toyotas and a slew of Chevys in front of that in 2022. And then in 2021, AJ Almendinger, surprise, surprise, won this race. And then Austin Sendrick was a Ford, so he actually snuck his way up there. But it was the 18 of Daniel, uh, that guy, uh, was the Toyota that was up next. Then it was Toyota. But the next Ford after Austin Sendrick? Oh, Cody, I'm still scrolling. Oh, Cody, I'm still scrolling. That's Ryan Sieg in 32nd. That was the next Ford on the list in 2021. Unfrickin' believable. And then it was Riley Herbst. And then there was only there was only three Fords in that entire field. Unbelievable. What a race that was. Uh, and then in 2020, Chevy, 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 Austin Cindrick, Cody Ware were the two Fords. Uh, the, the first Toyota there was Brandon Jones. Obviously, Cindric and Ware not running this race. So you got to go back pretty far for it to be uh that. Now you go back to road courses this season in Austin. Chevy Chevy, top two, Toyota, Toyota. Top uh, four. The next Ford, Riley Herbst in 10th place. You look at uh, Portland. A Ford won that one. That was Cole Custer. Uh, But it was Chevy, 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 and then Toyota after that. Uh, And then in Sonoma, a Ford won that. That was Eric Amarillo. But then it was Chevy, Chevy, Toyota. And then uh, the next Ford was Cole Custer in sixth. Um, And then go back to Road America. Chevy, 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 Toyota. And then Ford right after that, so Ford, uh, Toyota and Ford fourth and fifth. Brickyard, Toyota won that one, so that one was a edge up. And then in Watkins Glen, Chevy, 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 Toyota. I'm laying out to you that Toyota has beaten Ford more times than they haven't in these road course races. I believe that to be the case this week as well.
1: Yeah, and and just like we talked about with Toyota, right? There's only six of them, so you you know that's an argument against it. But there's only eight Fords, and and. The Ford Group is so weak; they don't even offer a top Ford this week, Rod. Like they no. said, "fuck that," I'm not losing our money on this because <laughs> you you look through it and it's it's really weak. I mean, it's Cole Custer. You made a case for him to do good, but then it's Josh Bulicki, Brett Moffat, He might do all right, right? Then Kyle seeing eh, yeah. Joe Graf. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ryan Seig. He does okay, but Sage Karam. I know I made an argument for him almost winning earlier, but that's the '66 car. And then it's Riley Herbst, who you just said has been horrible here. So you, you compare that to the Toyotas, and you've got a good, solid lineup. You've got three Joe Gibbs cars. That alone it w- makes it weighs heavy in the Toyota favor. And then you're adding also you know, the two um, uh, Sam Hunt cars that I talked about already, and then that other guy that I've never heard of. But, <laughs> but the Toyota field, much, much stronger than the Ford field, uh, and really outside of Cole Custer you're going to be hard pressed to find someone probably even in the top 10 over in the Ford camp. So, uh and only minus 115. That's uh wow, I'm yeah, that's a really really good number. I I really do like this bet.
0: And really the only one you fear is Cole Custer and Cole Custer yeah. can still finish in the top 5 and a Toyota can beat him. Like that's that's a uh, Toyota will probably end up finishing second or third in this one uh, or fourth for that matter and and you'll still cash both bets because yeah, I mean, Cole Cush is the and, only one that I can steal a win, in my opinion. I
1: mean, even in chaos, like you could end up with a top Toyota finishing in thirteenth and, and still beat the Fords because there's just there's a lot of Chevy, so That's what we're trying to say, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a top finish. Even so, uh, yeah, I, I do like this, and it's it's a fun way to get on it because it gives you all the Toyotas against all the Fords and just. Whichever one finishes the best.
0: I know. I love that too. And, and I love that I figured out what that even meant in the first place. So thank you, <laughs> Caesars, for continuing to give us that one and for us to, to know what it actually means. Uh, all right. We will come back and give you some winners, but there are winners that we're going to introduce you to right now. Hey, everybody. Every week. All that and more. Hop on over. Give us a listen. Come for the football. Stay for the whiskey. This ad's almost done. Going once. Going twice. Sold. I'll have you know, Cody, that I started with one. One winner in the box. And then now as kinda, I continued to go like through. looks like
1: Cody filled out your box. <laughs>
0: Cody. And then Cody started to fill out more. No, then, well, then you crept into my head and I was like, oh, wait, I could... And then, wait, no, I can, so now I have three, so thanks to Cody, uh, I've got three leveled up winners in this one, so um, you're welcome, America, and overseas, wherever you listen.
1: I've taught you well, <laughs> and uh, now we just need that insurance sponsor to, to sponsor these insurance
0: bets. Thank God, let's go. Uh, all right, speaking of winners then, Cody, who, who are we lining up in your box?
1: I'm back on the Parker Kligerman train. He is on fire. And he's going to win this weekend, 10 to one for Parker Kligerman. Uh, I'm going to be honest, nothing above that really super jumped out to me just because of all of the unknowns, all the chaos. There are some very, very short lines this week as far as the winners go. Parker Kligerman, 10 to one. was kind of the first guy that jumped off the board to me. Rod, second place at Texas in this last race. They were out four and he should have won that race, but he, he fucked that up. But he's got four top five finishes in the last six races. He finished third place at Watkins Glen in the most recent road course race. He finished seventh at Indianapolis, second at Road America earlier this season. Uh, He won a truck race last season at Mid-Ohio, outdueling Zane Smith at the end. So, Kligerman, very good road course racer. Um, He's come close. He almost won that Road America race earlier this season. Again, that chaotic ending, put himself in the right position at the right time. I think he could do that. The one little thing that scares me is if they point race, right? He's only he's one point to the bad right now. It's it's so hard. That's the, the toughest part about betting this weekend is not knowing who is going to do what because the points race, it's going to be tough. But even if you points race, you can still put yourself in position. It's going to depend who else stays out to points race. It's going to depend if you're in a position to get points. There's going to be a lot of factors that go into it. Still like Parker Clickerman to win at 10 to 1. Then Rod just kind of searching down the board, looking for value. Again, there's not uh, your top outright is the one guy I was like, oh, I really want to. And then Road America flashbacks just kept creeping into my head, and I Ugh. couldn't do it. Uh, but so looking down the board, Sammy Smith at seventeen to one. He's very volatile, right? It's sometimes it's really good finishes, sometimes it's not so good. I made a case kind of against him to finish great uh, with taking some other guys as the top Toyota, but good way to hedge out of this he's on a streak of it was a very long streak of not good finishes for a long time for sammy smith this season but these last two races finished ninth at bristol third at texas a couple weeks ago so a couple of good solid finishes he has announced his plans for next year he's taking his talents over to jrm leaving the toyota group but this team is still in the hunt for the championship here he is a little bit above the cutoff line so i expect him to have a good day but he can be a good road course racer when he when he doesn't screw it up like we've seen him do a few times, right? But fourth place at K-Koda. Um, He was ninth place at Sonoma. Again, that was with all those cup guys in the field. Third place at Watkins Glen last season. Um, so he's got a couple of good results. A lot of not so good results as well. So it's again, you're taking it, you're getting it. We know he can fuck it up. That's a thing. But at 17 to 1, you know he can be fast. Those JGR cars are the best cars in the field every single week, right? Come on, Do you think I wasn't going to have a JGR car as an outright here? John Hunter, way too short of odds for as not good as on road courses as he's been. But I uh, love Sammy Smith at 17 to 1. And then, Rod, I'm kind of looking down the board. And, and the next guy that jumped out to me, Connor Mosack, 100 to 1. And here's the reason why. Because this race could turn into absolute and utter chaos. And if that happens and the leaders take each other out, now we're going to overtime. And the leaders take each other out. Now we're going to overtime. Now first through fourth all gets taken out. Now we're going to overtime. And Mossack just keeps creeping up and creeping up. And now he's put himself in position. He's a good road course racer. We kind of established that earlier when we were talking about top Toyota. Finished fifth place uh, um, at Watkins Glen earlier this year. Eighth place at Portland. Those are not bad finishes at all. Um, And that 24 car is capable of winning on a road course or coming very close. We talked about it. Sage Karam almost won one of those chaotic road course races earlier this season in that car it can happen the car has had good finishes and Mosac has had good finishes i think some of these were in the 19 car i don't have that part written down but either way um these cars are still good enough to win it's 100 to 1 obviously a long shot but it's a long shot that's it's got a chance things could go very very crazy in this race we could be eight overtimes deep and there's only six cars left Mozak could be one of the, like he can put himself in position to do. I think he's going to be the dominant guy in the day. Probably not. That's why he's a hundred to one, but I know he can put himself in position late to have a chance. Leaders take each other out. Mozak slips through, takes that 24 card to victory lane. I can see it happening at a hundred to one. It is definitely worth a bet.
0: Speeds important. On road courses, but being able to handle the track is more important, and Mozak has proved that. So, a long shot, like you said, as but as
1: long as he's not in oil everywhere.
0: Well, yeah, oil sack. I'm surprised he was. I saw his name on there. I was like, I know Ooh. that's twice.
1: I got. He's got two chances to redeem himself. Huh? Yeah, he does. Well, if I he know. hits hundred to one for me. I will never say another bad word about him in his entire life.
0: <laughs> you hear that, Connor? You got. Uh, you got two chances. <laughs> this my is friend. your
1: chance, Connor.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, look. You talked about the odds being pretty short at the top, and they are. And and I don't know that I could ever fill out a card without putting Justin Allgaier's name on there somewhere. <laughs> so here is the one where I put Justin Allgaier's name out there: three hundred and fifty on Superbook plus three hundred and fifty for the win on this track. I I've talked about Justin Allgaier season long. It's it's not necessarily that you guys need me to to tell you why he can win this race because. He can win just about every race that he's in, right? The car's always fast enough, the driver's always good enough. It's just can he stay out of trouble? On this track in particular, three top 10 finishes, two top 5s in his five starts. He is tied for uh what? He's tied as the most active driver with top 5 finishes with a, another guy whose name we don't say. But you look back at that 2022 race, the the drivers that finished in front of him in this race were A.J. Allmendinger, Ty Gibbs, Noah Gragson, and James Davidson. Those four cars finished in front of Justin Allgaier, and guess where Justin Allgaier would have finished without all those guys in there first place. So um, I know that's a kind of a weak argument, but at the same time, he he didn't outduel some of those guys that were in there, but they're not in there now. He's, he's racing against guys that he's been racing with all season long. Fifth-place finish at Austin. It was a top five. I know it wasn't a win, um, turned around, finished second at Portland. So damn close to that win. Led 23 laps in that race. I'm still fuming over that one because I'm pretty sure I had him to win in that race. Uh, seventh place at Sonoma. Third at Chicago. Uh, bad, dad, bad, bad, bad day at Road America. That's why Cody's flashbacks are seeping into mine as well. Uh, fifth at Indy GP. Had a bad day at Watkins Glen, um, but he did start third there. He's won at Bristol recently. He's got three top, well, let's see, four top five finishes in, uh, or three top five finishes in four races. Look, it's Justin Allgaier. I, I, it's plus 350, it would not surprise me at all if he ends up winning this race, even though he's a shorter odds as many. Um, all right, my next guy that I'm going to throw out is Sheldon Creed. It's, it's a weird one, I get it, at 10 to 1 over on DK. Uh, but Sheldon Creed, look, he led 18 laps here last year right he started fourth led 18 laps uh bad day though overall he finished 16th uh again i think that was that race where he was he was up front and then uh what did he get into it with somebody at the end of that one um i'm trying to look back uh oh yeah he got he got caught up in that lap 60 incident um that took out pretty much half of the half of the field in turn two uh but he was leading for a better part of the, the race in the middle of it, so and then toward the end, uh, before Ty Gibbs ended up taking over that race. But, yeah, I mean, but for Sheldon Creed, look, uh, a ninth-place run at Austin, uh, turn around and and started on the pole, put the thing on the pole in Portland. We were pulling for him, and he ended up finished seventh. Eleventh after starting third at, at Sonoma. Um, Chicago, he started in second place, finished 11th. Uh, Road America, another bad day for him there, 26th. Indy GP, he finished eighth. Came close at Watkins Glen. He finished oh, he second. Fuck, he should have fucking won 21 day. laps he led. And that's where I'm sort of hoping that, you know, that that sort of momentum for him carries through. And if not now, when, Cody? If not now, when, for Sheldon <sighs> I feel like Creed? I've
1: said that a hundred times. But,
0: uh, again, this is much like,
1: very much like Sammy Smith play. Like, these guys are, are very similar. And they're fast cars. They're good drivers. We know they can get there and, and do it at the end. Sammy Smith at least has won one before. But and uh, and creed's been so fucking close he should have won a watkins Glen. he's been so close and he's capable of doing it even though we haven't seen it yet in the xfinity series We've seen it in the truck series plenty of times we know he can do it and he's going to get there at the number again i think it's it's worth it and it's going to be chaotic so if he gets wiped out you can't be too sad about it because you know he finds himself in the bad spot a lot of the times but that could play in his favor like it almost did at Watkins Glen, too. So I, I do. I love that play. We
0: were that close. Uh, and then my last one it's a 60 to 1 shot. It's Chandler Smith. That 16 car has been the only car in victory lane on the Roval. Why stop now? Uh, I, I get that it's a different driver, I get that it's a different situation. But, you know, listen, Chandler Smith, we talked about him earlier in the episode as far as him being better than Riley Herbst in this car. Granted, he hasn't ever been on this track, but he's proven that he's capable of, of road racing and hanging with all of these uh, old guys, him being the young buck that he is. But yeah, like I said, the 16 car is the only one that has ever seen victory lane in the Xfinity Series in this Roval. Car's got muscle memory. Let's go take it back into victory lane. 60 to 1. I mean, like I said, I know it's a different driver. I know he's never been on the track before, but I'm willing to play out that narrative for 60 to 1.
1: I am going to do you a favor, Rod. I am going to make a checklist. Uh, so let's let's get started for this this colleague number sixteen car. Uh, cool suit. Uh, brakes. Make sure we have brakes. Oh. Those are important. <laughs> um, tires. Make sure we put tires on the car so it actually gets on the track. Uh, I'm just trying to think of all the issues these colleague cars have had. No, just kidding.
0: No, it's true. <laughs> but Listen, that is, yeah. that, but
1: it's sixty to one. Oh yes, I mean it's it is a good bet. And again. If it's going to be chaotic at the end, he's the type of guy who can put himself in position. Uh, if you take nothing else away from this, it this has the potential to be crazier than Talladega was last week. Like it's it, it really it does, and so you've got to work some of that into your bets because you might just fall into one of these long shot bets, even though sure that guy didn't earn that during the race or or in the first three overtimes, but in the sixth overtime he was in the right place at the right time. And then that's what you're kind of looking for. And if we catch those types
0: of bets, you're damn
1: straight. We're going to brag about them. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, for sure. Are you kidding me? Even I will brag about it. And you know how I don't necessarily jump <laughs> right. on the pedestal, but, um, yeah, I'm telling you right now, it, it, I'm ready for this to go into overtime. I, I'm not willing to necessarily take the bet on overtime. Uh, d- did Caesars put that out? I didn't see if they actually put, oh, if they did to to overtime, smash
1: that! It's going into overtime. Yeah. I, I would be surprised if, if this race doesn't. And and there's the opportunity it doesn't. And to go back on, on your all Allgaier pick, too, I love all Allgaier. He should be the best car this weekend, and he doesn't have to race for points. Um, since he, we say that, but then the one thing is, if he is leading, he can go for those extra playoff points, so you got to worry about that. But if they've got an opportunity to just go for the win, they might do it, and, and we end up getting a long green flag run at the end. He's the best car. No problem. He wins like he should have done at a place like Road America, but it's them late fucking cautions that just scare the shit out of me with him. But, uh, but it's hard to say that's a bad bet too because he should be the best car and the best driver on this track um, this weekend. So it's it's again, it just depends how this race
0: plays out. <laughs> it really is. And again, so Caesars isn't offering it. I don't see it on Bet three sixty five. If your book offers overtime, go ahead and hammer that. Uh, just be careful because if it's too if it's too juiced, then don't, don't yeah touch yeah it,
1: don't don't go too far. But. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's I yeah I would
1: you're probably you you run this race a hundred times ninety
0: five of them you're getting overtime I'm guessing so yeah I would think so too so uh, all right well we will give you the bets that we did give you uh, and you could take out your pen and paper as we go over them once more for you Cody gave you Austin Hill as a top five car at plus one fifty just basically an auto bet if you're if your book has AI. And can automatically place bets for you. That's one that's probably going to go in every single week. I gave you uh, Alex LeBay as a top five car at 12 to 1, is a little bit longer of a shot over there on Bet 365. Cody gave you uh, a couple of top Toyota bets for you. Kaz Grala at 8 to 1, Connor Mozak at 10 to 1 for a top Toyota. I gave you Cole Custer as a top five car at minus 120 over on Bet 365. Cody. Gave you Brandon Jones inside the top five at six to one. I said Sam Mayer would crawl inside of the top three at plus one twenty on Bet three sixty five. Cody gave you uh, Mr. Snyder over Boris. Said out at minus one fifteen. I told you that Chandler Smith was going to finish better than Riley Herbs at minus one fifteen over on Caesars. Cody said that Austin Hill would finish better than Mr. Taylor at minus one twenty five over on DK I gave you Toyota over Ford at -115 on Caesars and then Cody loaded you up with Parker Kligerman at 10 to 1, Sammy Smith at 70 to 1 and Connor Mozak at 100 to 1 to win this race. I gave you Justin Allgaier at +350 with my insurance bets of Sheldon Creed at 10 to 1 and Chandler Smith at 60 to 1 on Superbook to win the Drive for the Cure 250 presented by BCBS on the Roval. Cody, that's it for that. I
1: I forgot to make one point on uh, my Connor Mosak bets. This is the Drive for the Cure race, and he is running one of the coolest paint schemes schemes I've seen. It is the uh, Sherry Strong Foundation uh, one. So, again, if you believe in the storylines, you believe things line up. It's obviously Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You get the Sherry Strong car into victory lane in the drive for the Cure race. Just saying.
0: I can't think of a better narrative than that. So, um, all right. Well, we will be back again tomorrow with our DFS picks. And then later on, uh, this will be a Saturday edition. You guys can wake up and mow the lawn with the underdog fantasy picks. I know you guys listen to it when you mow the lawn. I know you do. Or... In the shower, or I don't know where you listen to your podcast. Well,
1: I listen to podcasts all those places. So
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Wherever you take us, which by the way, I, I guess in Discord, let us know because I want to know yeah, the craziest most, place
1: where you listen, or yeah, or yeah, the craziest place you've listened because yeah. I I would be interested. I I'm a big podcast listener. I listen to podcasts all throughout the day, doing anything pretty much. So I would like to hear where people listen to us.
0: Yeah, because I know for me, it's normally when I drive because if I'm if I'm home, I'm here. I'm literally sitting at this desk, so uh, (laughs) yeah. So I, I, the time I get to listen is in the car. That's where I spend most of my time listening. But um, yeah, I'm curious. I want to know because if you guys, if you guys have some crazy places at a at a at the birthday party, at a baseball game, or something, I want to know.
1: There you go. Let us know.
0: Uh, All right. Speaking of letting us know, Cody, let us know where they can find you, where everybody can find you on social media and the world at large. Yep, follow me on X
1: at Husker underscore Z. can find all my work over there. Check out the F1 Gambling Podcast as well. Episode of that is out there. Um, so, yeah, check it out and, and have some fun with F1 this weekend.
0: Yeah, they're in uh, Qatar, and they are going to be practicing tonight. Oh, no, tomorrow night, rather. Well, I don't know. Whenever you listen to this, they'll probably be practicing at that point. So, uh, just, yeah, time, time lapse are never our friend.
1: And hey, it's like a noon Central Time race, so you can have have that on, have the the cup race on, have the NFL on. Oh, I need to make
0: a trip to God's eye, jeez. I I don't live too far away. I think I'll be going there this weekend to uh, catch go. all the action. <laughs> in the meantime, folks, follow me on X at RJ Viagomez. Link in the bot, everything I got going on. Whether it's here, make sure you are checking out In Between Media's Backroads. Seth and Elliot holding it down this week, and then of course come back for my four fast money, my four frequency take fast money show. Yeah, we gotta go. Till then, everybody, let's go racing and let it ride.